recorded live in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Trivial Warfare. More than just a pub quiz, Trivial Warfare is your gateway to a worldwide trivia community. Join your hosts, Jonathan. We just described Ric Flair as the Neanderthal <laughs> man in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Chris. Yo, we going down to Sesame Street. That's, that's, that's your impression of hardcore rap? No. <laughs> Carmella. That would irritate the hell out of me. I'm like, I just want my groceries. <laughs> my ice cream is melting. <laughs> ben. ben. Four halogens in that list. It was, oh, my God. You were like, it's not the halogens. I'm like, no, Ben, no. Those damn halogens got me again. <laughs> and the rest of the Trivial Warfare Army for another week of fun and games. Now here's your host, Jonathan Oaks. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. My name is Jonathan, and I am here today with Miss Carmela Smith. Hello, Carmela. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. We're. Uh, I didn't go anywhere. N- well, it's it's been a long time since we've had a technical issue. It's been a, a whole two week. minutes. <laughs> it's been a whole week. <laughs> you know what, though? That's longer than the two minute period before that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am also joined by Mr. Ben Young. Hello, Ben. Good afternoon. Hello, Manessa. Yeah, we have had some some legitimate technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. If the show sounds a little weird today, that is why. There's a guy apparently working in our neighborhood on the internet right now, so that mm-hmm. keeps going up and down. There's also a guy working inside your computer against us too. So. <laughs> there's a little, there's, uh, there's a gremlin, a little gremlin in there, yeah. But we have two amazing guests today. Yes. Oh, awesome. First up, we have Miss Car- uh, Car- Car- I said Carmella. Oh my god. Hi. <laughs> Hello again. We've met. <laughs> we have Miss Kiera Leach. Hello, Kiera. Hello, everybody. Welcome to back to the show. It's been a while. Oh. It has been a while. The moons and the stars finally aligned to make this happen. It's awesome to be here again. When Katie reached out and said that she had locked you in, I said, are you serious? On a Saturday? She, and she she literally, Katie said, um, she's like, now we have these other people that we could do if you want to change any of these matchups. I'm like, no, if Kara's available, she's on. You're right. She's on. Yeah. Because it's that long. Fantastic. Well, welcome back. And also, Mr. Sean Colley is with us. Hello, Sean. Hello, hello, everybody. Bringing a little bit of that Louisville swagger with you today. Well, you know it. I love that. All right, so let's get to know you all a little bit better. Kiera, why don't you tell everybody what you do, where you're from, and something interesting about yourself. All right. Again, my name's Kira. I'm from the Bay Area in uh, Northern California, primarily kind of the North Bay, Vallejo, Napa area. I am an animal care specialist at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, which is kind of also my interesting thing about me. My title is a kind of big title for zookeeper. So I work with various types of birds, mammals, and reptiles on a daily basis. And it is literally the coolest thing about me (laughs) is my job. She has all the great animal pictures. Yeah, I was about to say, you take the (laughs) coolest pictures. It's like, hey, here's me hanging out with my sloth family. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I forget that's not normal for everybody else to just, you know, hang out with a sloth on a daily basis. So, yeah. (laughs) We're all jealous. All right, Sean, your turn. Where are you from? What you do? And something fun about yourself. 
Right, well, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I work for a, a cocktail mix company uh, in the purchasing for that place. And uh, I'm a one-episode Jeopardy contestant, a runner-up, and have a really awesome Geek Bowl team and, and Learner League and all the other fun stuff that came of trivia after I uh, entered Game Show World. So uh, I quite enjoy the social as well as the uh, challenging parts of this uh, trivia community I have now found myself in, largely your trivia community as well. <laughs> Outstanding. Now, do you have any good um, cocktail mix recommendations for us? I don't know. I'm more of a Bloody Mary guy. Uh, oh. There's one thing, if you like bourbon, we have a, we have a mixologist uh, at our, um, our company who has something he calls alternately the Kentucky Villa and the Chocolate Old Fashioned. Oh. And it's, uh, it, yeah, it's uh, bourbon with uh, some agave syrup as the sweetener and a little bit of chocolate bitters in it uh, usually you can and you can uh, rim the glass with uh, an orange rind and then uh, and then orange for the garnish and that is really really tasty my 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 cool. that's interesting i want to date a mixologist mm. <laughs> let's find you a date first <laughs> yeah, yeah. gotta crawl before you walk grasshopper <laughs> that's fine ah <laughs> oh, man okay zing all right, so we're going to have a fantastic game today, but before we get into the game, it is time for Warm It Up. Chris! It's time to warm it up on Trivial Warfare today, and there's only one person who can warm it up for the TWA, and that's Chris, and sometimes Jonathan. Do you have it up? Do you have it I up? do. Do I, you have it up? I, why are, you sound like my last girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the older you get, the longer it takes. I sense a theme here. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, none of that's even true, but that was yeah, very that early was, in the day for After Dark. That was funny. <laughs> I got some special medication I take for that. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Oh. We're about five hours into our day, and we've only done one episode. Yeah. So. It's, been, it's been a day. All right. So here's a warm it up, Chris. This is from Greg Zethner. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. And Greg has a list of 13 songs that spent at least 10 weeks at number one in the 2010s. Sean's going to know all of these. No, this is, I am not going to know all of these. There's 13 songs on this list, and they were all number one for more than 10 weeks, or for at least 10 weeks. Carmela, we will start with you. Well, I'm going to go with Old Town Road. Old Town Road spent 19 weeks at number one. It was top of the list by Little Nas X, solo or featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Mr. Ben. Man, this is so hard because I don't really listen to many songs. Oh, Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines, number four on the list with 12 weeks at number one. Great job. Thanks. Sean, your turn. Uh, I'm going to say Someone Like You. Someone like you is not on the list. Oh, boy. All right, Kira. Okay, Happy. Happy with 10 weeks on the list at number one is a correct answer. Good job. Sweet. Carmela. Mm, thank you, next. Thank you, next is not on the list. Okay. Not on, who did that? Uh, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. That's right. Ben, your turn. I'm, I'm trying to lock in artists and then finding a big song from artists. So... Single ladies. Single ladies is not uh, on the list. Too early. Might be too early. I think, it is too I think early. that was earlier, yeah. yeah. Might be 09. All right, Sean, your turn. Redemption. Ooh, uh, let's try Fancy. Fancy is not on the list. Thank mm. goodness. Uh, <laughs> yes. No narrative, no narrative there, though. <laughs> no, uh, no, you know, no. Fancy not on the list. Good try. Kira. Uh, okay. 
So I think one of my coworkers would hate me if I didn't throw this out. Perfect. Perfect is not on the list. Ah. Not on the list. Okay, one more time around. We're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get at least two right answers on this turn. Okay. Hmm. Here we go. Carmella. I'm trying to think of a Beyonce song. That would be mm. number one. I wouldn't try and think of a Beyonce song. Okay. Maybe I wouldn't. Well, then that, that is a, that's criminal. That a Beyonce song is on that list. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just lost everything. Sorry. Hello. By Adele? Yes. With 10 weeks at number one, hello is our right answer. All right. We got one. I said we're going to get two right. I don't care if this is the right answer or not. It should be on this list. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 open Gangnam Style. Uh, no. Okay. No. That's all right. I still enjoy acting it out. <laughs> all right, Sean. Sean, last chance at redemption, brother. Okay. Come on, you can do I'm this. Between two of them here. Uptown Funk. Number three on the list with Great 14 guess. weeks. Right. Uptown Woo. Funk is correct. There we go. All right. Hey, we got two out of four at there least. You there Kira, you, you can do even better yeah, than two. I thought if you get this one. Ah, oh, I, I think I have the song. I just can't think of... Of of the name of it, and I'm really upset with myself right now. Sounds like you got to sing. Mm. Oh, no, because I think I'm also thinking of the wrong song. I think I'm thinking. I I feel like it's an Ed Sheeran song. Like there's an there's got to be an Go Ed Sheeran song. Like, like, Go with like it. Like Shape of You. Yeah. Or? Oh yes, definitely Shape of You. It's got to be Shape of You. With twelve weeks okay. at number one, Shape of yep. You by Ed Sheeran. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Was the other yep. Ed Sheeran song? On there? Uh, no, Ed Sheeran's probably got a couple. No, no, but you know, there there are a few okay, famous Ed Sheeran songs. All right, I'll throw I just thought one I can't believe I didn't guess. Oh, what's that? Right, I love Ed Sheeran. It's not my favorite Ed Sheeran song, but I love Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Nobody uh, said Despacito, right? Despacito is number two with 16 weeks. Yeah. Number one, yeah. two, yeah. All Should've right, there's a song in here by Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. Oh, um. It's been oh, a uh, day. See you again. See you again. Good mm-hmm. job. There's a song on here by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Oh, I know what that is. I can't think of the name, though. I don't know. That, yeah. Just, you're going to tell us. It is Closer. 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 I was like, it's the name of a movie. <laughs> uh, Not related, but it is the name of a movie. <laughs> there are three songs by Drake on here. Uh, uh, um. Ugh. Um. Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling is not one of them. Uh, God's Plan. God's Plan is a yes, but 11 weeks at number Uh, one. The Started from the Bottom and Now I'm Here song. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know the name of it. The one you just did. um, There's one of them. In My Feelings, yes. And the other one features WizKid and Kyla. Don't like Drake at all. It's called One Dance. Yeah. And uh, the last one that you haven't named is by Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris. No, that's not. Is that Monster? No, Mm -mm. it's not Monster. Monster is when she did with Eminem. Uh, The one she did with Calvin Harris. It is called We Found Love. We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. Yes, that one. That makes me think of. Oh, yeah. We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. That makes me think of Heavy D and the Boys. Now that we found love, what are we going to do? Oh, with it. <laughs> that's from Hitch. That's the ending song on the movie Hitch. Uh, all right. Well, that's warming up, Chris. Thank you, Craig. Great job. Good job, everybody. Yeah. I like that one. So today's game is going to be Sean and Kira versus Jonathan and Carmella with Ben hosting. And it's time to play the game. Play us. Oh, yeah. Y'all know what time it is. This is Mr. Literature himself. 
cordially inviting you to the game. This is six rounds of trivia goodness. Three questions per round. Every right answer gets you 10 points. In the middle, we'll take a pause for the cause and ask a midpoint question worth up to 20 juicy points. After round six, you can wager any or all those points you've been building up and take a shot at the final round. It's a series of theme-based questions we call the gauntlet. It's just that easy, baby. But this game ain't gonna play itself, players. Let's get it on. All right, guys. Round one. Question one is in science. 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 I want you to name the three primary types of rocks. And I'm not talking about classic punk and metal. Yep. All right. We're locked in. I really hope you got me here, Sean. Yeah, I think I do. Okay. Okay. The third one was taking me forever. So you got sedimentary. Okay. Uh, which is that's the ones that like settle like limestone and stuff. Just uh, igneous, which I forget what igneous is, and then uh, metamorphic. I think is like your um, your stuff that starts as lava and becomes rock. Okay. So, well, igneous yeah. was the only one I had, so I'm <laughs> going with you. Yeah. So I'm saying igneous, sedimentary, metamorphic. You know, lock us in. Okay. Boom boom. I knew igneous and sedimentary, and I always forget the third one. So I looked at Jonathan. And I said, "What is the third one?" And what did you tell me? I said metamorphic. So that's what we went with. <laughs> Igneous comes from volcanic rocks. Uh, sedimentary comes from it's like sediment. sandstone. And metamorphic is yeah. when it transfers. Uh, trend is when it transforms due to pressure and temperature. So igneous, sedimentary, and metamorphic. Yep. I did Wait. not know Wait. that igneous were volcanic rocks. I, I missed a question yeah. the other day about um, the t- what type of rock um obsidian is? obsidian is yeah mm-hmm. and uh, the, the answer was igneous i was like that doesn't sound huh. i didn't know that yeah volcanic i thought it was a precious gem so yeah i'm way off <laughs> shined up wow. real nice yeah, i mean yeah. it is it's basically black glass so yeah. turn it sideways <laughs> <laughs> stick it right up your uh, where i grew up you used to be able to go uh hiking and still find a whole bunch of uh arrowheads made out oh. of obsidian Obsidian. Obsidian, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talk about a deadly weapon. All right. Round one, question two is Ben murders a hit. All right. Are you singing? All right. Come no, on. Yes. Singing today. Are we rapping? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dramatize. So it's really more like Ben dramatizes. Uh, you know what? That's oh, better than be like, nothing. I was gonna be like Carmella yeah. reads the lyrics to a hit. Exactly. That's what I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Name this nineteen eighty four mega hit. They're all mega hits. You do this just to get under these my are, skin. This is a mega hit. This is a 1984 mega hit and Grammy winner. So Star name, Wars. Name the song. Right, Star Wars. Are you ready for the lyrics? <laughs> it's physical. Only logical. You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Would you like me to repeat? Yes, but that without all, all the... Once more without feeling. Without feeling. It's physical. Only logical. You must try to ignore that it means more than that. I can hear it. Is it something around that? Not that no. kind of, not that song, but that kind of key, like voice-wise. Okay, I think I've, I think, I think I, I, I think I I've have, got it. We'll talk I about. I have it too. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I really don't know. I don't know either. Do you want to go with that just as a guess? Sure. You wanted not? the song or the artist, Ben? Song. Song title. Let's go with that. It's yeah. surely wrong. It's probably wrong. It is. All right. You're up. Okay. So I'm I'm really good at, at pinpointing things to the year when you're talking mm-hmm. about the 80s and the 90s. So uh-huh. I feel, but I'm worse at doing the 
lyrics without context of the of the melody. So, but I think that second part, the you must try to ignore that it means more than that. Whoa, oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. That's what I think. I think it's what's love got to do with it. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah, I had physical. But that was just because yeah. as soon as he shouted physical, that was the melody yeah. I heard. But now that I yeah. sing that. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think I think the physical is older. And actually, the first thing I thought of was uh, yeah. George Michael, I Want Your Sex. And you said it's physical. But that's like 87. Mm-hmm. So I had to write that off. But I think that second part that you must try to ignore that it means more than that. Whoa. So I'm saying yeah. what's love got to do with it? Tina Turner, I think, is, I is our answer. I love yeah. that. Here's hoping we're right. I like their answer. I'm just going to go ahead and give you points for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We went with Carlisle, Heaven is a Place on Earth. Heaven is a Place on Earth. Uh, Yeah, uh, this song is made, was recorded by the legendary Tina Turner. Told you it was a female voice I had in my head. Sure did. And we didn't. Should have thought of her for the year. Mm, I think that (laughs) Tina Turner is probably the most impossible cover. Like, Lisa is up there. She's very difficult to cover. (laughs) She's fantastic. Oh, she's amazing. We're going to. My wife is going to be so proud I got that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You pulled that, like, without knowing the melody. That was fantastic. Shout out to Katie. (laughs) Shout out out to Katie. Katie says hi, by the way. Hi, Katie. My mother is a rabid, I mean, rabid Tina Turner. Tina Turner, Anita Baker. Say something bad about Tina Turner, Anita Baker, for my mom. (laughs) Bad things will happen. We're going to end this round with a sports question. Oh, man. The 2020 Super Bowl is being played in what NFL team's home stadium? Okay, I lock in. I don't. Oh, wait, I, hold, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. You're locked in. Did you in, lock Sean? in? Yeah, we'll lock in. I know. I yeah. Do know this. yeah, go for it. I was going to say I don't know, and I still don't know, mm-hmm. but I bet it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. New stadiums opening up next year. The Raiders moved to Las Vegas? They're moving to Las Vegas yeah, next year. Yeah, they did. Mm hmm. So I bet you it's going to be that one. Where the hell are they building it? It was being built while we were there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of where that it's was. Off, it's um, I've been there I, twice this year. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't describe it. It's not downtown. It's not. It's not on the strip. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it would be, but I'm just trying to think. I'm like, where the hell are they building? It's closer that? to Henderson, I think. Ish. <sighs> yeah. Any, anyway, new stadium. I, I, I couldn't tell you where the last. I don't know. You know when the last time I knew where a Super Bowl was being played? Jacksonville. When it was played here in 05. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, they like to reward teams for upgrading their stadium or building new stadiums. Yeah, no, I get that. No, so, I'm I'm cool with... Uh, so you want to know the city or the... the team. The team. team. So, like, let's guess we're the Las say Vegas the Raiders. Raiders. I didn't know they were moving out of Oakland. That sucks for Oakland. Yeah. They're pretty upset yeah. about it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I assume, I was assuming, and I'm hoping I'm still right, that by 2020 Super Bowl, you mean the one being played in a few weeks in early 2020. And I do know that one uh, with its um, J-Lo and Shakira halftime show is going to be in uh, sunny Miami, Florida, home of the Dolphins. I am referring to the one being played in a few weeks. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the 2020 season. <laughs> because because it is the week between Christmas and New Year's, and I have no sense of time. I have no idea what day it is. I wake up and assume I have to go to work every day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Carmel's been working a lot of overtime, y'all. <laughs> I, I told I told Ben, I said, I woke up the day after Christmas. I'm like, I think I have to work today. I'm going to go, and if there's no one there, I'll just come home. <laughs> so, Ben, what's the right answer? Correct answer is Miami Dolphins. Yep, yep. All right. Nice. Well, that sucked diddly-ucked Flanders. <laughs> Where's the next one being played out of curiosity? I don't know. I have to look it up. I'd like to know. 
Maybe maybe it's gonna be Las Vegas. Yeah, that's I hope it is. I hope redemption if it's Las Vegas. We need to save your save your dignity a little bit. Exactly. (laughs) Super Bowl fifty five. Watch it be like New York. No, Raymond James, Tampa. Tampa. Tampa and the new LA Stadium in LA. Uh, Glendale and then New All right, that's enough. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's not going to be played in Las Vegas for the foreseeable for future. <laughs> right. At the end of the first round, the score is 30 to 10. I'll tell you, this this day has been a microcosm of my 2019. It has been 2019 was, was a hard year for the young family. And you are a young family. We are a young family. Not as young as a lot of families out there. Technically, no matter how old you are, you'll still be a young family. (laughs) I'll I'll just say I have people my age that are already grandfathers. So I'm making a joke about your last name, bro. I know that. All right, just making sure. I I was going to get my joke in regardless. (laughs) Your second round begins with a question in history. Gunpowder was first discovered as an accidental byproduct by chemists from what country? who were experimenting with various compounds to create new medicines. We're locked in. Okay. Okay, I have nothing on this. I'm like I'm like feeling like 85% sure it's China. Oh, that does make sense with yeah, with their yeah. Um, history with fireworks and all that kind of stuff too that uh, Yeah. So I'm they, pretty sure all yeah. that stuff came over like on the Silk Road. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yep. Okay. I'll with that. Locking in China. They didn't really use it for guns, so it's kind of a misnomer, but we said uh China. Correct answer is China. I mean, they would have called it firework powder, but it's just too many, <laughs> too many syllables. Yeah, uh, black powder is, is the kind of the more generic term for it, but it's it was com- that was a more common use for it later, right? Yeah. And the Europeans decided they needed to kill everybody because, of course, they did. Mm. Great job, Europeans. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> of which most of us is yeah, well, from our descendant. Hey, I'm, I got Irish in me. So I'm half Mexican. I'm part Mexican too. I'm, I'm a mutt. Round two, question two, is in music. Music! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't horrible. It was long and drawn out, just like the no. first game. <laughs> the 1998 album, Double Live, is the best-selling live album of all time by what artist? What, what year? year? 1998. I can lock in. Do it. Right, yeah, yeah. We're, in. we're in 90s music. This is where Sean lives. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Double Live. I was, I was in DSW the other day, and Six Underground from uh, Sneaker Pips came on. I'm like, really? What world is this? I'm like, you guys are playing Sneaker Pips? Double Live, 98. So, do you know? I'm thinking about it. So, I know there's a big live album by ACDC, but I don't think that's going to be right. Double Live. Oh, maybe it's Garth Brooks. That's around the right year for his double album, and it was a live album. It's the one that... Um, it's the one that the song about the stupid. Um, <laughs> That's stupid. Damn the drink. Two pina coladas is on that album. Ben, could you read the question again? The 1998 album Double Live is the best selling live album of all time by what artist? I bet you it's Garth Brooks. Of all time? I'm, Garth Brooks was a very no, no, popular I, I agree. guy in his, I, in his. I had fresh horses on tape. His first six <laughs> albums. There's not a bad one in there. I yeah. love all of that. I, gr- I grew up on New Country. Yeah. In quotes. I don't know that it's right, right, but it feels pretty good about it. No, no, I, I can agree with that. I mean, he got Entertainer of the Year for like 10 years straight. Oh, wow. I'm probably exaggerating that, but that's what it felt like. He was usually that kind of person. Are the other big live albums that I know about are ACDC's, I feel like, I feel like Outkast did one. 
I, this would have been right before his crisis identity crisis is Chris Gaines. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with the Garth Brooks if that's what you want to go with. All right. We'll say Garth Brooks. Sean, what you got? All right. So the one time I saw this person in concert was in 1998 oh. during a four night stand here in Louisville, which if you can sell out the 20,000 seat Freedom Hall for four nights, you're a pretty big star. And it was Garth Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Correct answer is Garth Brooks. Yes. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Your last question this round is in geography. Uh, you mean geography? Yes. Okay. So for those who may not have listened that far back, Jonathan was actually the first person on the show. To I don't know what you're talking way. about. <laughs> I remember about this all the time. It's a, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. I was hosting that show. In what country can you visit Machu Picchu? Yep. All right. That one. We're locked in. Okay. All right, I am pretty sure it's Peru. I know it's people who've been on vacation to Peru and they go to Machu Picchu. I just can't remember if they cross a border to do it, but I'm I'm fairly sure it's Peru. I knew it was in like South America yeah. and I couldn't pinpoint, but that sounds right to me. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just let's we'll go say with that. Peru. Absolutely. Okay. We also said Peru. Yeah, I'm usually not sure if it's Peru or Chile, but Jonathan said Peru. So Correct answer is Peru. Woohoo. Well, Fantastic. we both swept that round. All right. That's not nice. bad at all. It's a score of 60 to 40 after two rounds. Good job getting those uh, closer together so you can keep that, track. Right on the money, <laughs> aren't they? I did it. He was writing the things down, and so... They were he, lopsided. He, he took up more space on one call than the other writing the name, so like the numbers were like not lined up. I'm like, are you going to remember who's is who? <laughs> they had their names on top of them. <laughs> I guess that's my cue. Yes. Yes. Your third round begins with a question in science. 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 You're not writing questions over there, are you? I have backups ready. Just in oh, case. Yeah. I always oh, got backups. See, I finished the He's game. Got extra and now I'm writing the backups. He said as we play. I always have backups. No, he I'm, didn't say that. He no, says I, I have that. backups. I'm writing backups in case you don't like. Well, I thought questions. after that. Never mind. Okay, cool. Whatever. I actually finished a question. I'm excited. The game started, and now I'm writing backups during the game. Gutenberg invented the hand-molded metal-type printing press in what country? And, for two bonus points, what was Gutenberg's profession prior to this invention? Either that or this. I like that one better. I do, too. Was he one of, was he one of these guys? I don't think so. Could have been. Could've Holding been. it closer to my face <laughs> does not make it more right. Could have been, Jonathan. Stop. Look at it. I see. <laughs> We'll go with that. All right, we're locked in. Okay. Okay, what have you got? Because I don't have a lot. <laughs> okay, so if my art history professor will kill me if I get this wrong. So I'm pretty sure we're, it was, it's like Germany or Austria. Yeah, I'm kind of where I was, one of the two. Yeah, I I wrote down Germany first. Yeah, but that, that seems more logical to me. Because I feel yeah. like Austria, you know, Mozart, you know, so there's things that you associate with Austria and I don't. With Gutenberg, so right, and then um, for his profession before I, something is telling me he made shoes because I remember I kind of remember being told like he adapted a press from like his profession before, which I think there was some sort of press when you would bind a sole to the shoe, and that's how he first made like some of the first prototypes or whatever. So ah, just. That's just a shot in the dark. I say we go with both of those. Germany okay. and, and I guess cobbler or whatever cobbler. you want to say. Shoemaker. All right. All right. 
Yeah, Germany and uh, Shoemaker for the bonus. Cobbler sounds good. Yeah. I especially like apple. Mm. <laughs> I'm a peach cobbler guy myself. Yeah, are you? Mm. I was going to say, I do prefer the yeah. peach. Mm. Do prefer peach. Blackberry. Yeah. Blackberry Ooh. Cobbler. Ooh. Ooh, that crunchy, would be good. Crunchy, yeah. Oh, thing? Yeah. Anyway, cobbler, I think, actually feels more right than yeah, what I said. Yeah, what you said. But it was, it's I in said. the same line, you know. Mm. So we also... Uh, Carmela had Germany very quickly, and I agreed. Uh, and and our guess was blacksmith. Mm. All right, so correct answer is Germany. Yay! Yep. Okay. Prior to inventing the press, Gutenberg was actually a goldsmith. Oh! If we had just said oh, yeah. Smith, he was a Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of me. <laughs> one of me. One of me. <laughs> I called him. One of me. <laughs> I was like, oh, we were so close. But, you know, so, Goldsmith makes way more sense. Yeah. That's even more intricate. Yeah. I was trying to say it's got something to do with somebody who had, he had intricate machinery yeah. experience. When you said cobbler, close. that felt good because it was in the same vein. The interesting yeah, thing yeah, is yeah. he partnered, he had two partners to help him develop the press. And one of his partners was a jeweler. Mm. Um, something to do with the intricacy of putting down the middle. So I figure somebody probably worked with a lot making jewelry. I bet that was a fancy freaking press. Have you seen a Gutenberg Bible? Um, like like no. the script and stuff no, that I they haven't. did in there? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's at the Smithsonian. Oh, wow. I saw that last year. It's fantastic. Wow. Yeah, it's, the, the script it's is pretty gorgeous. intense. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if, that, if one of those turned out the day, that'd be literally priceless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Amazing. Well, they're pretty priceless it's huge, now, though, too. <laughs> well, I mean, they are there any still in existence? Yeah, she just saw one of those. No, I mean the. I mean, oh, the, the press itself. Press. I don't know. Oh, the press. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about the press. There's yeah. replicas of it in Germany, and not the same though. Not, not like the, the book itself, amazing, but the press with the with the actual craftsmanship that went into it, yeah, one of a kind, incredible, yeah, truly incredible. Well, I mean, that probably got melted down in the war. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn Nazis. Way to go, war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your second question around, your category is John frickin' Williams. All right. All right. All right. Ooh, very okay. very intense about uh, that scorer guy. He's, am- he's amazing. <laughs> Head- fan, I'm a fan of his grandchildren. Yes. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hedwig's theme. They have, they have a band called the Bell Brigade. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue. I was just going to. You seem like you're on a roll. I was going to throw some butter on you because you're on a roll. Nice soft country crock. Hedwig's they use It's not butter. Crock is not butter. It's a butter equivalent, okay? Jeez. You can use the empty containers to put your leftover peas in, though. That's we, true. We absolutely do. Southern facts right there. You, you open up a southern refrigerator and you got four jars of country crock in there. Either that or Cool Whip, depending upon which, which whatever one you use. Yes. So. Yes. Cool Whip containers are yep. legit. <laughs> Here's your question in John Frickin' Williams. Hedwig's theme serves as a title music for what film series? Uh, Sean, I've had my answer written oh, yeah. down for a while. Oh, yeah. As soon as we started saying it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I heard the, the first yeah. couple of weeks and I was like, yep. yeah, I'm in. <laughs> All right, so they're locked in. Yeah. It's, it's Harry Potter. Hedwig's theme is Harry Potter. Okay. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you... Behind me is a, a Hogwarts Express. So, uh, yeah, oh. Harry Potter. Correct answer is Harry Potter. Nobody else knew that you were recording <laughs> from a train station. <laughs> <laughs> I also, in front of me, is my um, Hogwarts acceptance letter and platform nine and three quarters ticket that I got for Christmas. How nice. <laughs> How nice. I have a Ravenclaw banner up in my cube at work. Fantastic. 
So much Harry Potter love. I yeah. Love it. Your last question round is in. I was told there would be no math. Angles that are greater than 90 degrees, but less than 180 degrees are called what? I agree, Carmela. We're locked in. All right. Uh, I'm pretty positive it's obtuse. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Obtuse. I'm glad it wasn't what this question was. It is obtuse. <laughs> I'm trying to be very acute today. Uh, the answer is obtuse. <laughs> I'm glad we were right. Huh? <laughs> uh, You're such a nice sauce. Such a nice sauce. That was great. I like that. Mm-hmm. Score check. Crap, was that the end of the round? Yes. Why <laughs> do we let him <laughs> score? I don't know. <laughs> I offer every game. Uh, the score is 90 to 70. 90 to 70. They haven't missed one yet, Ben. Oh, they're pitching a shutout here. It's a perfect game. game. Way to ruin it. Thank you. Working on it. Your midpoint category is animals in the Bible. God, I'm going to lose. Let's listen to it. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, Jesus references four animals during his admonition of caution to his disciples. For five points each, name them. So I'm going to give you the verse with blanks. Behold, I send you forth as blank in the midst of blank. Be ye therefore wise as blank. And harmless as blank. And I'll repeat if you need me to. That didn't help me at all. Does anyone need me to repeat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Behold, I send you forth as blank in the midst of blank. Be ye therefore wise as blank and harmless as blank. Yeah. Like like I said, he's like, I'll read you the verse. I'm like, that's not going to help me. Yeah, go with those? Yeah, we'll, go, we'll go with those. All right. We're locked in. Okay. So, so my thought on the first part. Send you out. I think that's sheep amongst wolves. I, okay, yeah, I had sheep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's sheep amongst the wolves. The second mm-hmm. part, I mean, I hear wise, I think owl, harmless, mm-hmm. then I would think mice, but that's that's just a guess on my part. That part I don't know. Well, I mean, owls and mice can go together too, but yeah. I, I think owls are not exactly very wise, having worked with a few of them myself. There's <laughs> um, mice among owls. Yeah. The, I've I've really yeah. got nothing, so let's yeah. go with what you have there. Yeah, that's yeah. fine with me. Yeah, sheep, wolves, owls, mice. Then mice. Yeah, that that is what we have. Well, we said lambs, but we it's said the same thing. Lambs, wolves, owls, and mice. I would count sheep and lambs as the same thing. All right. So the way the scripture reads is: Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless oh, okay. as doves. So I will accept lambs ah. for sheep. So I'm looking for sheep, wolves, serpents, and doves. So we each got two. Yep. Oh. Serpents. Mm-hmm. At the end of the midpoint, it is 100 to 80. Uh, Kira and Sean maintain their lead. Woohoo! Yay! What it be, my pop culture pals, it's your bud, Ryan Buds, host of the Trivia with Buds podcast, a daily quiz show filled with questions and answers on all your favorite franchises. There are over 700 episodes to binge with recent ones on Nintendo Sports, Home Alone, The Avengers, The Starbucks Menu, and Harry Potter, just to name a few. Find Trivia with Buds on your favorite podcast app and hit subscribe to never miss an episode. And hey, watch the video version of the show daily on YouTube, brand new in 2020. Cheers. Hey everybody, this is Jonathan and we just finished the first half. This is not an advertisement, but I do want to remind you about the contest we have going on right now. We have a contest, we have a raffle for a signed copy of the Everyday Q&A 2020 Trivia Calendar. 
with all proceeds benefiting the National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation. The link to our donation page is in the show notes for today's show. And the way it's going to work is every $10 that you donate wins you one raffle opportunity for that calendar. Now, I want to encourage you. Obviously, this is for a fantastic cause. You all know that my father uh, suffered with and passed away from pancreatic cancer. Chris's mother, same thing. Alex Trebek right now struggling through that. It's something that's near and dear to the trivia community's heart. So this is a chance to give back to both help fund research for pancreatic cancer, but also to help fund support for families that are going through it. It's an amazing cause. You can go to the link in the show notes. For every $10 you donate, you get one entry into the raffle. And the winner of the raffle will get the signed everyday Q&A trivia calendar. I hope you guys take a minute and sign up today, and let's get on with the second half of today's game. Your fourth round begins with a question in space. Space! The final frontier. That's right. What are the only two planets in our solar system that do not have moons? You're welcome to look at it, but that is the answer. I agree with your answer. Yay. We're locked in. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty positive it's Mercury and Venus because they're too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I, I did not expect your face to be that hard. <laughs> did you just slap him? No, I'm like, went to, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not touching you. And he slammed his face into my finger. <laughs> she put her finger in, up to my cheek, so I just bumped into it. <laughs> you, you assaulted her with your face. <laughs> she walked away with worse than I did. <laughs> like, ow. I've never heard of a face assault before. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You've assaulted plenty of people with your face. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> you, are we really going to talk about who's better looking? We really gonna talk about who's better it looking right now. Nothing to do with it. That, that was that'd be that'd be Mr. Stanley right there. Was, uh, <laughs> uh, he is he is devilishly good looking. Uh, what was your answer to the question? <laughs> Wait, did they say theirs? They did. They did. Oh, good. We, we yes, said, yeah, yeah. That there was an assault happening during. <laughs> our, our <laughs> there was a crime being committed. <laughs> we said Mercury and Venus. All right, correct answer is Mercury and Venus. Good job. All right. <laughs> Your second question is in Televisiones. Disguised as a fox, what game show host won season two of The Masked Singer? Oh, that's the one I didn't watch. <laughs> I got this. No. I watched okay. the first one. 100%. All right. Kira, you're locked in? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, watched, I, watched, I watched T-Pain win the first one. I do knew you, it was T-Pain the whole time. <laughs> do you think it'll be somebody who's a singer? Well, yeah. No, had, not necessarily. You have to know it's T Pain. He's probably using a, a using auto tune. <laughs> no, actually, that was that was the running joke throughout all of his clues is that he wasn't using. It. He's actually oh. a really good singer. Joey so, Fatone was in that game one. show host. Could it be Drew Carey? Yeah, they don't necessarily have to be a singer, but it helps you get yeah, further. Yeah, you would think so. Game show hosts. All uh, right, so let's think about game show hosts. So we do have you know Drew Carey, your host, Price is Right. Do people like X Factor judges count? Because Nicole Scherzinger is a X Factor judge. She's a judge on The Masked Singer. Is, so she would not oh, be in the, the uh, costume. Assuming they had the same judges as last season, which was Jason Ken Jong. Derulo was a judge on um, So You Think You Can Dance? God, I hope it's not Jason Derulo. Could be. I hope it's not, though. It's too much complaining about him not having a penis and cats. What? Yes. 
He's very upset that his <laughs> that his junk didn't show in the CGI on cats. I'm like, no one cares, dude. Were there oh. other cats junk showing? <laughs> no. Okay, so how, it was how much junk showing anyone? is there in cats? <laughs> Does like, he think people are looking for it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because that's what J- that's how Jason. Drew Somebody thinks. should tell them that all of the oh animals and cats have been spayed or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, I think he was the one that tried to steal the beat from one of my cousin's songs. I think that was him. <laughs> My wife's cousin is Robin S. Uh, yeah. Show me love. Mm-hmm. And I think he had a song a few years back that tried to steal that beat. So, okay. Yeah, I also hate Jason Derulo. Yeah. Um, I've never watched this show. Right. So. Well, like I guess I, I followed the whole first season. And then the second season, I was like, eh. Could eh. it be Alex Trebek? That would be hilarious. But Amazing. I don't think so. Vanna White. Pat Sajak. There's other Wink kinds. Wink of- Martindale. Chuck Woolery. It's got to be so. I'm, I got to think that it's maybe like Howie Mandel, yeah, or somebody younger than the old guard of. <gasps> oh, could it be Mel B? She was a ho- she was one of the judges on, on X Factor. On uh, no, um, America's Got America Talent. America's Got Talent. Do they count? That's what I was wondering though. Do they count as hosts? I well, game show hosts because didn't they have Nick Cannon as the host? Nick Cannon hosted the first season of The Masked Singer. Okay, so so are they the host or the judge? Right, I think judges may not count. <laughs> Terry Crews hosts it now. If you're talking about in that same role, that's Terry Crews now. I'm, yeah, I'm not talking I about know, the mass singer but at all. I'm, I'm thinking of other people okay. that could be. If you're thinking of that, yeah. then these are the people we have to think about. Right. Okay. Okay. Could be people from The Voice? No, Carson Daly's the host. Could it be Carson Daly? Um, they had Gladys Brian Knight Seacrest last season. is the they host peaked. of American Idol. <laughs> the people who usually end up on The Masked Singer. Yeah, tell no, me about them. No no shade against the people who are on The Masked Singer, but they're not like at their peak career. Maybe the exception being Donny Osmond because he's still running pretty strong in Vegas. What kind of on. what kind of people, like, who, who has been Masked Singer? So Donny Osmond, uh, Joey Fatone, uh, Terry Bradshaw was on last season ricky lake gladys knight margaret cho the, i mean these were people who so were it on. is a pretty random sampling yeah and and they are not necessarily all singers ben stein <laughs> <laughs> he ran out of money and had to, had to start off in the fox costume uh, mm. you know what howie mandel might not be the worst but no what do you have to do to win you just have to sing the best. And they have so to- you have to be the best singer. Well, you have to. People will want want you to be there long enough to keep continue. But usually, it's you know, do they think you're a good enough singer? Basically, do they want to see you perform again? That kind of thing. I mean, if I was going between like Drew Carey and Howie Mandel, I would put my money on Howie. But I'm sure there's like a real person who was a singer who also hosted something. Mm-hmm. Rumor Ru- Willis was on there last season. She was mm-hmm. a lion. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I got nothing, dude. Howie Mandel? Sure. Howie Mandel. All right. We're going Howie Mandel. <laughs> Who was it, Kira? If you want to compare, like, the first season to this season, this season was amazing. Oh, the talent was it. awesome. And the fox, who I did not guess, was Mr. Wayne Brady. That makes so much sense. Oh. I didn't realize he was a game show host, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. Let's make a deal. Yeah, he does uh, the... Let's make a deal. Let's, Let's make, make a deal. deal. Yeah. Our mm. correct answer is Wayne Brady. You know, yeah. they're a really good team over here, Carmella. <laughs> I watched good job, good job. I watched Thank only you. the finale because I kept hearing about it. I just ha- it just happened to be on. I was sitting on the couch and it was Wayne Brady. It was Israel Holden's wife. She's on the view. I forget her name. I think she was one of the pussycat dolls. No, she was one of she was in three LW. Okay. I, 
and um, oh, Chris uh, Daltrey. Oh, um, it's uh, uh, what was her name? She was the flamingo. Yes, Adrian by by yeah, whoever that is by Adrian Bial. Something she like that. She was a cheetah girl. Cheetah girl, yeah. Ah. And, she was a cheetah girl. Um, Chris Daughtry was uh it, it was amazing. Nobody got Chris Daughtry. It was it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was way off on Chris Daughtry. <laughs> <laughs> he had a really Plus good first in, album. In, and like, disappeared anything. Yeah, Seal was on too. It was amazing. Oh, nice. I need to go back and watch. Yeah, it. Seal was the Panther. Like I did not. I had Seal at the very end, but he had me for a while. It was mm. it was amazing. And the first season, the only one I wasn't completely sure of until towards the end was Latoya Jackson. Mm. The other ones, I was like, yeah, I, I think I know who that person is. But Latoya Jackson did get me. Like so you're, you, you so were sure Jacksons. of Rumor Willis? Oh yeah. You knew what she sounded like? No, I know she. Well, well they do like they, packages they give, with they clues do like and clues stuff. and stuff. Oh, they give you hints as yeah. to who be, is in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like a fun show. That's that's what makes it fun is the clues and you're like, oh, what does that mean and what does that mean? That's like a little game show at home with your family too. That's cool. Is it like viewer voted like American Idol? Not it? really. It, I mean, they they do have some audience stuff, but it's mostly the judges. Just at least the, the first season. On. Okay. Mostly the judges where Got they're it. like. Okay. Your last question around is in food and love. Mm. Two things that Ben doesn't mix. In 1889, Raffaele Esposito of Naples prepared several pizzas, one of them featuring tomatoes, basil, and mozzarella as a patriotic salute to what visiting monarchs? I want you to name either of the monarchs. I mean, that's that's what that is. I guess that's an acceptable answer. Mm-hmm. Then let's do it. Why is it a first name or a last name though? Seems like a first name. It is. I'm sorry. Do you refer to Queen Elizabeth as a uh, Queen Queen Windsor? <laughs> no, I don't. Good point. It's a really good point. <laughs> I, I will sit here correctly. <laughs> that is that is that is profound. King of Naples. <laughs> We're locked in. All right. Okay. Hmm. So from from the description, I feel like that's a margarita pizza, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if that's a Queen Margaret of somewhere or uh, a Queen Margarita of Spain or, or what the. See, I was I was is. thinking it was like a caprese pizza because that's like a caprese salad, but the margarita oh, pizza true, is, yeah. is better. Eighteen eighty nine. This should be something I know. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm drawing such a huge blank right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You got like the because you'd have had the Dutch monarchy. You've had right. uh, some other. And you said that it's a king or a queen? There's two uh, possible they're, answers? They're a visiting monarch, so yeah, I'll accept either answer. Monarchs. Visiting monarchs. Okay. I hope you guys miss it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. I feel, Don't I feel you? the, the non-encouragingness. Yeah. I, I want everyone to get everything right. Really? I do. Oh, wow. Yeah. So could it be just like Spain? Uh, when I think Spain, I think Philip. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Um, we can just throw out Philip because it's a very common name. If they want to, for kings, number, yeah. we can throw in a number. Yeah, we'll say Philip. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Philip. Um, I okay. believe. I believe her name is Marguerite. All right. So the royals or the monarchs that were visiting was oh, King mm-hmm. Umberto the first and Queen Margarita. <sighs> Margarita. Mm. Ah! We're on the right path. I feel so ashamed. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, Esposito is considered yeah. to be the father of modern pizza. He was considered to be one okay. of the first people to make pizza popular in public. It was discovered in the same way lobster was, um, in a way. One of the resources said that pizza before that time was really 
it was it was eaten more by indigent people who had like leftover ingredients and were trying to scrape food together to make mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and lobsters were actually, I think, was founded by inmates in a main prison because they just kept coming up on the. They're on the ocean shore bugs. And, yep. Lobsters and, used to be <laughs> used to be the the food that the the poorest people would eat because yep. they were just everywhere. They were abundant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. End of the fourth round. Scores one twenty to one hundred. Kira and Sean have a twenty point lead. Your fifth round is brought to us by Zachary Walter. Thank you, Zachary. Your first category is Partey. Hey. Hey. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is so not related. (laughs) Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. In the United States, more people host parties on New Year's Eve than any other night of the year. What night is the second most popular party hosting night? The day before rent's due? Just have a rent party? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Why not? <laughs> We're gonna lock in. All right. Now you said just the United States, right? Yes, in the United States. Okay. United States. You know, I would think Super Bowl Sunday then, because well, yeah, you know, Halloween is is not the same night of the week, and parties are the Saturday right. before, or the Friday night before, or whatever. Okay. I was thinking Fourth of it, July, but again, that changes. And, oh, Fourth of July. That yeah, but that's but but yeah, sometimes they'll do it the I night always before because it was off the next day. Yeah. Never Do you like Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, I think Super Bowl Sunday is. Yeah, you have because you have dinners for Christmas Eve and for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and stuff. But I, yeah, party that, to call it a party. party yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday for sure. Yeah. Are you locking uh, in with Sunday. that? Yeah. Locked in. We'll lock okay. in. We'll lock in with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were just yeah. agreeing with each other. We weren't sure. <laughs> yeah. about I know. Your it was like answer. we felt really good about it. So I thought you were, <laughs> you were on the same page. Sorry. Yes. Super we, Bowl Sunday. We're locked in. <laughs> we also said the night of the Super Bowl. Correct answer is Super Bowl Sunday. Woo! Good job. All right. Your second question around is in literature. Literature. In Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Count has a castle in Transylvania. In what modern day country is Transylvania located? Yeah, I can lock in. Do it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sean is locked in. Yeah. So you're saying Romania? Yeah, Romania. I think that's right. Transylvania, I'm pretty sure, is in Romania. It's, it's actually a region in Romania, I believe. Okay. So I'm sure I'll get corrected in the comments, but. I'm, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're right, actually. Yeah, we All said right. Romania. Romania? All right. Yep, I said Romania. The correct answer is Romania. Yay. Plastic. I believe Vlad the Impaler was, was he like a general or a ruler of that region, mm. I think? Yeah. He was a ruler. He was a czar. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he was some sort of he like. He was a czar of Russia. No. 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 That's no. Ivan the Terrible. No, I'm thinking, thinking Ivan of. the Terrible. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm thinking Ivan. Terrible. No, this yep. this guy was he like, was, was um, Prussia, not Prussia. But. No, it was no. In that he was region. like a count. He was like a, the, a count, the, the, yes. the 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 yeah. guy over that region. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. who Dracula was based. Or that's the rumors that Dracula it was based is, off of him. And I believe so. I think now this this I don't think this is hearsay. Vlad's last name was uh, Dracul, or t- it was either last name or title, got and it. it stood for dragon. Uh, so his father got the nickname or the name Dracul, and uh, he inherited gotcha. it. Mm-hmm. Also, not really the first instance of vampires in literature. Sheridan, hmm. I think it, the the book is. I remember because it, I've, one, I've read it, and two, what the name is, Carmilla hmm. is the yes. first one. Yeah, uh, it's it's it got a lot of very uh, homoerotic overtones. So yeah, it's a vampire story, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Except, except it was women, oh. not men. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry, well, Carmilla. What what book was this? It's called Carmilla, uh, and it's Sheridan. It's C A R M I L L A. Yeah. God. 
Give me a second. I'll tell you exactly who the guy I wrote it. I just thought of a crazy joke related to that. Yeah, it was written like like decades before. Jay Sheridan Lafanu is the guy who wrote it. Oh, uh, yeah. there is a web series called Car- Carmilla, and um, uh, it's based on that. Yeah. So I'm the, almost positive. Yeah. The, so that does predate Dracula. There's a yeah. the first thing I ever saw James Corden in the guy who now hosts um late, late, late one of the late night late, shows. Late, late, yeah. late. Yeah, late, late. He does all the carpool karaoke. The first thing I ever saw him in was in a movie called Lesbian Vampire Killers, and it's it's actually okay. a pretty funny movie. That that's the actual name of the movie. When they marketed, they just put Vampire Killers, but the actual name of the movie is Lesbian <laughs> were Vampire the Killers. Vampires so, lesbians or were the killers lesbians? The vampires were, and what and the main vampire was Carmilla. <laughs> so I'm watching this movie with all my friends and then they put that in and everybody turns to me You're like, hey. <laughs> and I'm like that's not how you spell my name <laughs> close enough. read a book people so I mean it's a stupid movie but it's kind of funny <laughs> oh but the, the, this is weird because everyone's like oh James Corden I'm like the guy from lesbian vampire killers <laughs> <laughs> It, it reminds uh, me a little bit of the, of the premise from <laughs> what I guarantee is the worst movie ever made, and that's Lady Terminator. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, that is the worst movie ever really? made. Yes. Yeah. It's so bad, you must watch it. <laughs> Your final category in the round is in American folklore. One of the staples of American folklore is the headless horseman. How did the horseman lose his head? It was removed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's walking around with a pumpkin on his shoulders. He's clearly going with? decapitated. <laughs> I, mean, so. I mean, will you tell? Will you accept that decapitated? Right. Because it, that's that technically true. I would need more information. <laughs> so he was one of these, right? I mean, that would make sense. I haven't, I haven't read Sleepy Hollow in years. I remember. I saw the. I saw the movie, the Johnny Depp one, and it I'm went sorry. Into- yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> and it went into more of that part of the story, but I don't remember anything other than that. Unless- I mean, that that's better than anything I'm going to come up with, because apparently decapitating is not specific enough. All right. All right, we're going to lock in. Okay. So I'm thinking, because like, I honestly don't recall uh, or know if I've read the whole story enough to know, um, like wrongfully executed or something, and that's why he's haunting everybody. Right. That's- I like... All, all I had was I. Yeah. I believe he was executed, but I'm. You know, I don't think it was for the right reasons. But yeah, that's yeah. all I've I just got. Say execution. Just say execution. Yeah. Say it then. Yeah. Lock in execution. Okay. So the headless horseman was a Hessian mercenary, and so he. And I remember the the way the story goes is that he was bloodthirsty and that he was just killing everything. And and we we went ahead and guessed that he might have lost it in battle. Okay, so the story goes he was a Hessian mercenary, and he lost his head because it was blown off by a cannon during the Revolutionary War at the Battle of White Plains. So I will accept your answer. Yeah! Vagueness. Very nice. Yep. Well, the head was blown off by a cannon at the Battle of White Plains. Did, did he wear the cannonball for a while? Was, you, know, you know, he's always depicted with a pumpkin. Well, he was dead. No. Yes, obviously. But, uh, I understand that, Benjamin. I'm imagining that physics probably would have taken the momentum of the ball. What I'm saying is, like, when he was haunting people, did he wear a cannonball for a head? He actually no, he started with a giant turnip. Because they buried the body, and as the story goes, they buried the body in Sleepy Hollow, and then his ghost rose from the dead looking for his head. So it was just killing everybody in a path looking for his head. So, yeah, he was, he was, it was a turnip head first. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what they used to carve jack o' Exactly. Out of. That's where we get pumpkin. Yeah. Into the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
at the end of the fifth round, scores 140 to 130. Kira and Sean have the lead. Oh, snap. <laughs> Your sixth round begins with a question in music. Oh, crap. Music. No more 90s. What diamond-selling recording artist and Grammy winner was born Kenneth Bruce Gorlick? I can lock in. <laughs> Sean is locked in. Uh, Carmela. Yes. Diamond is a really weird way of, of bringing up that clue. Maybe it's Neil Diamond. Diamond is a I know. But you wouldn't. It's very rare to hear somebody say diamond selling anything, right? Well, unless it's true. My point stands. Maybe it's Neil Diamond because Neil Diamond is probably not his real name. Mm. What else you got? Mm, not much. Kenneth Bruce Gorlick. Kenny G. Yeah, that makes more sense. I'm good with Kenny G. All right. Y'all locked in? Sure. Miss your right. Kenny G. When I heard Kenneth, I thought you were going to go Kenneth Babyface Edmonds, and then uh, I heard Gorlick, and it's Kenny G. Correct answer is Kenny G. <laughs> Why did you go with Careless Whisper? I don't know. I just every time I think of Kenny G, I think of Careless Whisper. He may have had even the right instrument. He may have had nothing to do with it. It is a version of the saxophone. It is a version of the saxophone. I agree with you. I don't know. Just, that's my favorite sax song with the saxophone, and he plays the saxophone. It makes sense in my head. You need Baker Street. Dun, 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 dun. There you, go. <laughs> you could do that song from uh, Police Academy. The <laughs> <laughs> <a> Blue Oyster. <laughs> None of these are Kenny G. Nope. Your second question around is in geography. 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 More than half of the world's natural lakes can be found in what country where 9% of the country is covered in fresh water? I was just thinking that. Mm-hmm. That feels pretty good. Yeah. It's not a bad guess. I can't think of another guess that would make any sense. Visually, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, on a very shaky ground, we're going to lock in. All right. Preferably near a freshwater lake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're locked in. Okay. So I've got this bag and yeah. it's got nothing in it. Okay. That's helpful. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think because I don't have much more. Obviously, Russia is a huge country, so they could have a lot right. of lakes throughout. Yeah. But I don't, I don't feel like I see that. My first instinct was to say Canada because I think of a, you know, there's a lot of breakups of Canada right. in the water. But a lot of that's just the little islands up in the Arctic. So I'm not sure if that's, you know, if I'm just picturing that and not seeing a lot of lakes in right. Canada my, proper. My head was in um, South America a lot, in like, but I don't know if rainforests are quite lakey. Like, yeah. Or if I'm just thinking about like a whole bunch of rivers, Giant which are not poles. lakes. Yeah. Nah, and I'm thinking true. it's gotta be, if it was that, it would almost have to be Brazil probably because you, right. To have that many of the world's freshwater lakes, it's gotta be a big square, be, square mile. Yeah. country. Right. So I, I don't know. I feel like Canada might be. Yeah. I like Canada. Yeah. I was, I was in, I was in so. Canada. I mean, not physically, but my head was yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I say we'll say Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. That's what we went with. Correct answer is Canada. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to be quite real. I was trying to write it for Jonathan, and I wrote too fast, and I completely skipped one of the A's, so I had to cross it out and write it again. <laughs> I'm like, no, my my hand moved too fast. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. I'll write so fast, I'll skip letters, then I gotta go back. Yeah, Canada is, <laughs> has the most natural lakes by number, and it is also the number one exporter of McMaple bacon. Yeah, ah. yeah that's why. Oh, I heard. yes. Yes, the McMaple bacon. Love it. Okay, your final question for the gauntlet is in names. What's in a name? What's in a name? What is Paul McCartney's middle name? Sir. <laughs> Sir? Okay. I, I don't know. So if you got it, go for it. We're locked in. All right. Hmm, that's one of those things I feel like I should know by now, and I don't. I have no idea. I don't want to put any pressure on you. But no, yeah. no, we know. Uh, I know what's going to happen. You have a 10-point yeah, yeah. lead, and this is worth 10 points. Yep, yep. No, the, your true intention is to put pressure, and you should sit down. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, my back my back really hurts. Yeah, mine does too. I had to take a muscle relaxer this morning. This I, is probably why I took a nap on your table earlier. I, <laughs> I had acupuncture for the first time yesterday cool. to try and help with my back pain. Mm. It's been really bad. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I, have, I, I have two thoughts. One is what okay. would make this a good trivia question is that it's Paul John McCartney. That oh, interesting. Yeah. And then my other thought, Paul Michael McCartney sounds like it flows, but I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just that it sounds like John Michael Montgomery or something. And I'm just <laughs> right. different thing, uh, completely unrelated. And not that I've actually heard it before. So I, I think Paul John McCartney makes. I, I do like John because I do feel like I, I watched the documentary and I, I feel like I went, oh, huh. Yeah. When like they said his full name. So I like John. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go John. with John. Her. All right. All right. Locked in. I I think his middle name is Paul. Maybe it's John Paul McCartney. Oh. Could have been named after the Pope. But probably not because the Pope came after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe the in. Pope was named after him. You locked in <laughs> with Paul. Oh, uh, yeah. So he was born James Paul McCartney. Oh. <laughs> Paul. oh. oh. Here we go. He is I'm my favorite Beatle. Like, <laughs> I think he's a lot of people's wow. favorite Beatle. Uh, usually, for most people, it's either John or John Paul. John or Paul, yep. Then you got George. I'm a George guy. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are George guys. Not so many Ringo guys. Yeah. Which poor Ringo. Yeah. You know who is a Ringo guy? Marge Simpson. Oh. They have a whole episode about that. That's that's quite interesting. <laughs> Going in to the gauntlet. The score is 160 to 160. Oh. Wow. <laughs> uh, All right. Thanks, thanks, Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. Your category to consider for your wagers for the gauntlet is movie colors. I know exactly what I would wager in this case, but I'm hosting, so it's up to you guys. All right. You uh, already have the answers. Well, no, I'm saying there's a good point. <laughs> there's for me when I'm playing, if there's a tie game, there's a standard protocol I always follow. Ah, uh, our wager is locked in. All right. Like I don't know. Oh, let's just do all of it. I mean, why well, not? Right. I mean, let's let's, go. let's yep. live on the edge. Yolo. It's yep, the end of 2019. Boom. All right, we are okay. pushing all the chips in. Oh my gosh, this is the last recording yeah. of 2019. It, it is. is. It is Yolo. <laughs> Yep, last recording of the teens. So all wagers have been locked in. All right, here are your questions and movie colors. In Furious 7, what color is the Toyota Superb that Brian O'Connor drives in the final scene? I cede the floor to you, Carmela. We're going to lock in. Okay. 
Who would have thought it was a taupe car? Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> the word you're looking for is puce. <laughs> pew, puce. Which I will be very impressed if you can tell me the general shade of puce. Puce. Is it red? It is reddish. <laughs> I, you've taught me that. And for some reason, the other one is green and it doesn't sound green. Vermil- no, not Vermilion. That shade, too. My favorite, one of my favorite moments in uh, Monsters, Inc. Is Mike's going through the different copies. And he's like, oh, that's puce. <laughs> all right so uh they're locked in what do you guys have all right uh, let's go with that all right here's your second question in the gauntlet what is the call sign of luke skywalker's x-wing fighter i can lock in so you guys can talk all right okay sean, yeah 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 sean is locked in so you sure about that one? Oh. 100, 100 million percent all right here's your final question in forrest gump what is bubba's real name i need a first and last name we're locked in. All right. We'll lock that in. All, All right. right. So I'll read the questions back. You reveal your answers, and then I will tell you whether you're right or wrong after that. In Furious 7, what color is the Toyota Super that Brian O'Connor drives in the final scene? <laughs> so Jonathan left this question to me. hundred <laughs> percent. So I never saw 7. You didn't say that. <laughs> but I saw the music video for the song a oh, whole bunch. Oh, that's still more than me. But I, rem- I did see the first one. His original one was orange. And I was like, is it still orange? And I'm like, no. In the music video, when they split, it's white. And if they're talking about the last scene of the movie, I'm pretty sure it's the last scene of the movie. So I went with white. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, what did you guys say? All right. Well, I had that, that same vision of the splitting cars and Vin Diesel's is black. And I'm pretty sure Brian's is white. So we said white. All right. Second question. What is the call sign of Luke Skywalker's X-Wing fighter? Red five checking in. All right. Red five standing by. Red button standing by. Simply red standing by. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. It's like, what's all the pop culture references with the word red in it? (laughs) All right. And in Forrest Gump, what is Bubba's name? I need a first and last name. My name is Benjamin Buford Blue, but everybody calls me Bubba. I don't know why. Ah. We said Benjamin Blue. All right. We said yep. Robert Green, but he's absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm ashamed. All right. You're welcome with that last name. Oh, she she <laughs> blue. And I was like, holy crap, it's Benjamin Buford Blue. I was like, I know it's blue. I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Let's see if you're right. Uh, in Furious 7, Brian O'Connor. Uh, that, of course, was Paul Walker's character who died during the filming. And so he was dressed in all white, driving a white Supra. Luke Skywalker's X-Wing fighter was referenced in at least three Star Wars films. It is Red 5. And in Forrest Gump, Bubba's real name is indeed Benjamin Buford Blue. Woohoo! Oh, man. Great job. <laughs> good questions. Those are good questions, Ben. Yeah. So going into the gauntlet, we were tied. And that makes wagering really hard. It's less of a strategy and more of a gut check, right? For you guys, um, what did you wager? We wagered all 160. Okay. All right. With the wager of 160, that finishes you with zero. Carmela and I were choosing between zero and 160. And you're you're like zero. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't want to go zero. I I don't want to. So and uh, I was happy to go 160 if you wanted to do it. And I was like, uh, and I pointed to it and it was 160. So with a ah. final score of 320 to zero, your winners are Carmela and Jonathan. 
Congratulations. <sighs> well done. Well yeah. done. Well done. Carmella. Wow. Good questions, Ben. Thanks. Yeah, that was awesome, Ben. You guys led us the whole game. <laughs> sure did. When it's a tie game, if I'm playing, I'm always going zero because I want rock paper scissors, and I'm going to talk my partner into it every single time. <laughs> well, you and I will be sitting here arguing for a scissors. while. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. That, okay, let's do rock paper scissors for <laughs> that game. That game came down to two things: Benjamin Buford Blue. <laughs> and Paul McCartney. Oh my God! Oh, seriously? Wow. Yeah. Because if you had a ten-point lead, the wagers would have been completely different. That's true. Very yeah. true. Oh yeah. All right. Before we go, we like to give everybody a chance to do shout-outs or promote a cause they care about. Kiera, we will start with you. All right. Well, I like to shout out a good animal cause. So I'm going to be shouting out a uh, facility in South Africa called Sandcop. They rehabilitate and release. A whole bunch of coastal birds, but I love them for their work with the African penguin. They are one of the animals I work with and probably, don't tell the others, but my favorite animal to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, And without this facility, the African penguin would almost certainly be very, very near extinction today, even though they are super close right now, but they would be a lot closer. Wow. So yeah, if you are interested in helping animals out there that are, you know, struggling in the wild um, and you have an affinity for the cute penguin, um, the sand cob facility could always use any kind of donation. And they're they're really awesome. And I hope to one day do a stint uh, volunteering there. So um, that's, uh, that's a big thing for me. And just thank you for the opportunity to come out here and play with you guys and, you know, shout out something that I care about. And that is S-A-N-C-C-O-B dot C-O dot Z-A. We just forget that second C. Yeah. Yeah. Which we found out that dot Z-A is the uh, country domain for South Africa. Yeah. Yep. You're a- <laughs> right. We just found that out last episode. Sadly, I remembered Zaire. Thanks, David. <laughs> I'm like, how I'm the like, hell uh... did they have a Zaire address? <laughs> All right. Sean, your turn. I just need to throw a shout out, uh, as usual, to my uh, wonderful wife, Katie. Who, Hi, Katie. Uh, Hi, Katie. Did make a point to tell you guys hello. Oh. We're, we're coming off a week of uh, you know, five days of house guests, and today's our day to get the house back in order. And she's gave me a couple hours to get free and do this, uh, mm. and is uh, watching the kids who, from the sound of things, are, are as rambunctious as they've been all week. Yeah, mm. she's a saint. Let me tell you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, Katie. All right. Well, that is going to wrap us up. So for Sean, Kiera, Ben, and Carmella, my name is Jonathan, and this has been another episode of Trivial Warfare, where it's not just trivia. It's war. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trivial Warfare. Be sure to check out the revamped TrivialWarfare.com as your one-stop shop to submit questions, join the community, and get access to over 150 archived episodes. Warm It Up was written and performed by Matthew Stevens. This episode was edited and produced by me, Joel Sharpton. For help with your podcast, visit propodcastingservices.com.